0: Good morning. Hey, Seattle. As always, it's your girls Jasmine and Shantae. Welcome to another Thursday morning and another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. Will it be the way or not the way? Find out and join the conversation. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. And happy Thursday morning, you guys. We
1: are here, against all odds, but we are
0: here. <laughs> um, thank you. Yes. need a reggae tone horn for that. Mm. <laughs> yes, it has been a crazy week since uh, we last talked to you guys. Um, the coronavirus has developed even more. And we're going to touch on that today. Um, but first, we're going to give you guys a recap of what we've been doing this past week. Yes, Indeed. Um so me I've been working from home yes. for about 3 weeks now. I've actually uh, thought about it and so I was sick before all of this coronavirus stuff kicked <laughs> off and I've not been to work since February at this point like February 29th like the last day in February obviously. Um And you've been feeling great. I've been feeling amazing <laughs> It's been a great time to like be sick, get healthy again because I haven't been outside, you know, um touching other people and catching their germs. and You know,
1: I really feel that because you and I both are some, like, we're one of the first people to get sick. Mm -hmm. And throughout all of this, I've been like, oh, my God, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. Like, (laughs) if one of us is going to get it, it's going to be me. And, oh, my God, I'm going to ruin our whole entire household.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely thought that I was... I had it but I know it wasn't that I feel much better now I know
1: girl you had me it was like so Shantae was definitely sick and she was like getting over it and then me I'm already like somebody that sneezes a lot I'm a very sneezy person but like an allergy girl then yes yes (laughs) all right
2: well we'll use that
1: one yes I'm an allergy girl and anytime like after Shantae started getting a little bit better I'm like say I would like sneeze or cough she would give me this look like girl
3: you good? Get away good? From Are you me. okay? Six feet, six feet. Right. right.
1: It's really hard to practice social distancing when oh. you live in a house with two other
2: people. Right. Yeah. I feel like you need to walk around like in a
0: bubble. Right. Yes. <laughs> like everybody stay in your respective room. Right. Like hey, we
1: have to t- we start a group chat. It's like hey, I'm going down to the bathroom, to the kitchen. Don't nobody go downstairs for the next fifteen minutes, because I'll be down there.
0: Um, And then on Sunday, we actually had a vision board party, which was a lot of fun. It was kind of a 50-50 split because I feel like people were really stressed out and you could tell. But that was kind of why we threw it was so that, you know, we could take our minds off of it, do a craft, get rid of some magazines that I've been hoarding for years now. And
1: we had less than 10 people there. Don't worry. We were following our instructions.
0: <laughs> well, I think that was even before they said they recommended only ten people in the space at a time. We
1: just knew we wanted to keep it small because you don't wanna We risk. wanted to
0: but we did plan this before coronavirus stuff kicked off. That is true. We had we had women's
1: history month plans. This was part of the plan and Corona just kind of shifted it
0: a little bit. Yeah, so we just got lucky on the size of the amount of people that got here <laughs> or came here. Um, what about you, Jazz? What was your week like?
1: I mean, honestly, I'm going to say I think the vision board party was probably the highlight because my week last week was totally swamped because we had to do payroll for our employees. And that always just makes my weeks a little bit longer. Um And then the weekend was actually kind of nice because normally I work Friday nights and Saturday nights, but I didn't have to this weekend because it was so so slow because nobody's going out and partying because of coronavirus (laughs) so I got a much needed kind of like weekend off and um that was really nice so I think having that break from work was really nice going into like the vision board party going into this week like it got me in a really good place and kind of refreshed and ready to go so that's that was where we are that's your week that was my week honestly outside of that I really didn't oh, I went grocery shopping for my dad. And that, like... That was nice of you to do that. See, because here's the thing, you know, my dad, he's, he's a little bit older, and he's kind of disabled, so I was not trying to have him go grocery shopping with all these crazy people out there, panic buying and all this stuff. And he's already somebody who has, like, social anxiety. So I could just see him walking in and then literally turning right back around and not getting anything. So I tried to do the nice thing, and it was just like, hey, I'll go do it for you, even though I myself had to go do it for myself. So I subjected myself to the crazy panic-buying
2: shopping twice. Twice. You weren't the double cart lady? like, You know what I mean? we did have our
1: whole cart full. Our cart, yeah, and it was heavy. It was heavy Uh, We
0: realized It was like really weird Uh, We realized that we were just out of a lot of stuff And a lot of the stuff that we were out of Are the things that are sold out So like hand soap and toilet paper Like we're down to four rolls And I'm like oh my gosh (laughs) I didn't think it was going to get like this Right (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now that we've recapped our weeks Let's go ahead and get into our icebreaker Um, Get us loosened up You know As always
1: Guess what the icebreaker is this week.
0: We're staying with the same theme and we're going with, <laughs> would you rather?
1: Yes, we are. However, some of these are like really cool. They're relevant. Um, super relevant. Actually, there's a couple events coming up this year that it relates to. So it's, it's still going to be common topic. You okay, know, well, let's get into it. You start it. Okay. This one I liked. Would you rather have a 10-hour dinner with a headstrong politician from an opposing party or attend a 10-hour concert for a music group you detest I'm <laughs> like you neither of these sound great because right. if i don't want to listen to music for 10 hours
0: if i don't like either of them i don't um i'm going to go with the 10-hour dinner here's why 10-hour dinner
2: bingo. <laughs> food. She's
1: like food. <laughs> We're eating this whole time. So if I'm it's hoping. a politician
2: that's headstrong you know they got funding so they're good.
1: But, but like the conversation, the
0: topic matter, like are you just going to have to be are you going to argue with them? Do you listen all the time in the middle of like boring stuff at I'm sorry work? True. Like
1: what if they're trying? <laughs> that's true. That's a good one. Um ooh, see I'm in a tough one because like i'm just listening i'm just thinking about the fact that like i try to sit through an hour with my dad and like that is almost impossible 10 hours
0: but then if it's like and like what is he talking about what's the topic matter
1: i'm assuming it's probably i mean the fact that they pointed out headstrong politician i'm assuming it would probably have to be politics related
0: well, like, what if he has a, you know, a political podcast and it's like a conference or a session and it just happens to be 10 hours long mm, man. with a dinner, <laughs>
1: with a dinner. Like, all yeah. I'm saying
0: is I'd be more focused on cutting the steak than whatever he's saying up there. Yeah,
1: I'm going to. That is it. I thought I wanted this one and now I can't choose. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say 10 hour dinner. I'm just thinking like ten hours of no quiet time with the music. What if it's like bluegrass?
2: Nobody likes bluegrass. I was gonna also say Whoa, me- whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Do you like Have you
2: even listened to it?
1: Unfortunately. Okay,
2: well. <laughs> exactly. There are some folks here that are big fans. So you just gotta give it a try. But I'm kind of, I kinda side like, with you. I kinda like bluegrass. No, yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, hey. No, I'd rather do the dinner date too. I can probably think of other things to put my mind elsewhere while they're droning oh versus you know you're at a concert everything's going on around you, you can't really escape it it's kind of a little more difficult
0: that is right. a good point I yeah that's, where I would that's a point. my mind went straight to it being like a Maroon 5 or an Adam Levine concert and like, I could go that route if there's a different, if there's a better opener. Like maybe know. that's what could get me to the concert. So that that is the group that you absolutely detest? Yeah. I don't absolutely detest, but like I wouldn't go to a Maroon 5 concert. Adam I takes feel- his
2: shirt off nowadays. Isn't that kind of no. like some eye candy for you? But still, it's like, i know <laughs> I
1: wish he had a little more meat on his bones. I just wish he weren't Adam Levine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: she
1: doesn't like Adam Levine. I don't Apparently. know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, you pick one. <laughs> okay. Um.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Would you rather be poor and work at a job you love or rich and work at a job you hate?
2: That's easy.
1: Rich and work at a job I hate because I feel like that's already what I'm doing. Like, I'm not rich, but like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. Here comes the truth. <laughs> And the truth comes out in quarantine. Yeah,
1: right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Don't listen to this if you work with me. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, how about
2: you? A big disclaimer. <laughs> ah, it's the poor. <laughs> I, You know, you can get through so much. With that her, is you know what I mean? Your brain's got to be always in the right spot. Period. Yeah. You know, money doesn't cure everything.
0: I would say yes.
2: Okay. You can always um, have the wealth somewhere else, and that's with love and with other people around you. You know, that's what makes it go by so fast, you know?
1: What if you're poor and you ain't got no friends?
0: I see no <laughs> you, you're changing up the question now. That's the <laughs> <laughs> There's probably <not very laughs> other reasons why you're poor. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with Vinny, like, poor and work at a job you love because it wouldn't feel like work when... True. I wouldn't be stressed out, and I've been places where I've, like not enjoyed my job and that is just not uh, it's not awesome
1: see and now this is making me feel like the deeper thing cuz like i don't feel no. like i've ever really had a job that like i've loved like i don't think i've ever had a job that i could wake up and be like i don't care how much i'm making i just love going here yeah
2: you're young it'll happen
1: so i feel like i'm always working jobs that i just don't like to get and i'm just progressively making more money so that's kind of like why i feel like
0: yeah You could easily do that. Yeah. No, I was at a point like a couple years ago where I woke up every day hating having to go to work. I was like, I have to do this again. Like, I just really was like not trying to do that. Literally like dragging yourself. Every day, every day I thought that. And I was like, this is how I know I need to go. Yep. Uh, However, I wasn't making good money either. So (laughs) (laughs) that (laughs) wasn't.
1: Oh, man. I got another good one. Let's go. What do you got? Would you rather have your first child when you are eighteen or forty?
2: Hmm. I would do. 18. I'd do eighteen for me personally. <laughs> really? Well, See, I've already I, been down that road, so it's like twice. I'm, during, I'm down that road already, so I just look at my own body, like it, the range. You know, when you're getting older, it kind of just slows down a little bit. You get a little aches and pains. When you're young, you can still do a lot of things with them. And then after 18, you know, legally, you're good to go for the next 18.
1: Yeah, I'd say 40, just because I'm probably ready to actually have right a kid by 40. Like being able to give it a decent quality of life. 18 year old Jasmine, Lord, my kids probably would have been taken away from me. <laughs>
0: I uh yeah I'm going with the 40 as well
1: and like my mom had her had me at 41 and like I'm fine I'm great (laughs) I'm totally normal
0: yeah I'm definitely going with 40 because 18 is just so young and I know I like thinking of the life that I lived in college and everything yeah
1: not saying that you'd miss out on anything but like I have a sibling who had a kid at really young and like I just saw what she went through with them going, growing up, and stuff. And there was a lot of stuff that you could tell she had, like she had missed out on, and that was maybe kind of like trying to catch up or relive while this, her baby was growing up. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, it's a tough battle. It's a tough place to be in because you can't, you can't be like a party girl, but then you also have like this five-year-old at home. It's you also know? the
2: support system around you, though, as well, too. Yeah, but right. your parents
1: shouldn't be raising your kids for you.
2: No, but there's also a lot of help. I mean, just with Absolutely. the growing up and, and the lessons being learned.
0: Very yeah. true. I feel like that's an that's like more backing as to why I'd wait so forth. <laughs> I've got more life experience. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: do know for a fact though that like bringing back what benny's point is like if i were to do it at 18 for sure this like having my mom and all my siblings as help would be a blessing yeah. that would definitely i mean and i feel like that
0: it's not always the case but i feel oh, like for that sure. generally is the case like with you know like teen moms and a lot of like the times that. they do have a yeah that's very
1: true Except for Janelle from Teen Mom. Her and her mom were just a hot mess.
0: Janelle? I mean she still had help even though they <laughs> could true. not get along. <laughs> that is true. like Janelle needed the most help though. It wasn't functional, but she was there for her. <laughs> what about the other chick
2: though? The one that was the she did Farah.
0: Yeah,
2: Farah. Um, it's Farah and her parent her mom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's that, there's some stuff going on there.
0: You know, I just wonder like with a lot of reality television why MTV's film crew feels okay to, like, record this dysfunction and be like, yeah, let's put this out to the world. Rather than, like, offering maybe help or... Like, I'm sorry, everybody needed to be in therapy. Everybody. I <laughs> and mean, like, like <laughs> well, especially Sarah.
1: Sarah's like, baby daddy died in high school, and then she continued just on this
0: path. Like, it was, yeah. On kind of a downward spiral. Yeah. She yeah. was forced to be. A her and her mom. mom were like physically fighting each other on television. I'm like, this is just not really what we need to be um, promoting. But whatever. you know, if I
1: got on Team Mom and tried to fight my mom, the show probably would have been over because I probably would have died. <laughs> I'm dead ass. if I tried to fight my mom, she would have
0: beat my not, butt. Mom is not playing that. Okay, one last one. Um, would you rather have your flight delayed by eight hours or lose your luggage? delay my flight
2: (laughs) delay my flight vinny wow it depends on where i'm going (laughs) (laughs) i mean really if i'm going maybe on a vacation it's like i don't know if i want to be bringing that much i could just buy it when i'm down there but eight hours from you know it really depends on where i'm going
1: that is true that is very good point i'm just thinking like for me, luggage, when I'm packing, I got my makeup. I got all my hair stuff. I probably got, like, accessories. Well, yeah, yeah. I never really travel without any of those things. And that's expensive to I replace. I kind of figured
0: you'd go with that one. <laughs> I've had both of these things happen to me at the same time. What? Are you serious? Was it spirit? Yeah. Of, it, of ah. course it was. <laughs> it was spirit when I was in Dallas. Or, actually, I was coming back from New Orleans. Wait. I got stuck in Dallas. You lost your luggage, too? Well, they, like they thought they'd lost our luggage. Yeah, like, when we finally got to Dallas, so, like, my flight had been delayed for majority of the day in New Orleans, and then they were finally like, all right, all of you guys are going to Dallas, and I'm like, well, what are we going to do when we get there? Because it was probably, like, midnight by the time we ended up in Dallas, midnight or one. Um, And then we got there, and they were like, oh, we don't have any more luggage. Uh, uh, um... Everybody that just got off my flight was like, no, 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 you're going to need to have my luggage because of what I've been through (laughs) (laughs) today. I'm throwing hands. <laughs> it was a mess. Um, I'm going with probably the eight hour or the eight, delayed eight hours. Yeah,
1: because like there's stuff that you can do in the airport. You can try to nap. I don't know. But you could like, leave and go
0: wherever city you're in. You could.
1: Yeah, and at least I'm hoping that like you know I've got my my purse with me. So I at least got my money and my most like immediate important things. But I just am like my. My nephew, we went on, like, this field trip once, and they lost his luggage for the entire weekend. They didn't find it until the day, like, we were leaving. Oh, no. And it was just, like, miserable. He had to swim, sleep, and
2: eat in all the same clothes.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Not the way. Absolutely not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Stranded on a desert island.
0: Right. Um... Well that was a fun little icebreaker That was fun. That was a I fun I enjoyed one. that one. Some
1: of those were very just like real like real life type of situations. Sometimes the would you rather's are like this will never happen. Never, right. But this was tricky, made you actually think because these are things that could actually probably happen to you.
0: All right. And then We're going to switch it up again today because, as we all know, coronavirus is showing no signs of stopping. Actually, that's not true. It's showing signs of slowing. (laughs) Um, But we have another health update for you guys. And um, as you guys all know, this has been going on, at least for us, um, I guess you would say. I want to say maybe the first week of March. March. It's been going on for about three weeks now, two, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it feels like every week there is a new development. Um, so last week, uh, Governor Jay Ensley banned large events, over 250 people. Um, Italy was on lockdown last week. What else had happened? Oh, uh, Trump banned flights to Europe, back and forth from and to Europe. For like 30 days, I believe. For a month. Um, extending most of this into April
1: yeah man and
0: since then um, there's new developments for Seattle of course um, and for us personally remember last week we were like I mean other than having to work from home
1: excuse me other than having to work from home this hasn't really like affected us or like changed anything for us and um boy we spoke way too soon and the hospitality industry, which is actually the line of work that I'm in, um, they, felt it, they felt it first and they felt it really bad because people s- slowly started to like start staying home and avoiding public places as soon as like the first deaths happened in our state. And then from there, the warnings got more and more just like, you know, practice social distancing or, you know, work from home. And by last week, Um, our numbers at work, we just had to just, we're slowing down a lot and it was kind of like, you know, we're trying to think of different things that they can do even, you know, and most of my businesses are in Cap Hill. And for those of you who are familiar with like this area, Cap Hill is a big hub. There's all kinds of bars and really good restaurants and things to do and go. And it's usually always very busy. There's a couple different like performance venues out there. Okay. It's like a, it's like, it's part of downtown and it's been essentially a ghost town ever since the governor has started giving us all of these um, warnings. And we're taking it seriously. Like it's, it's, it's hit us, it's come full circle. We understand the brevity of the situation. Um, and it's just really, it's really crazy. It's unknown. And a lot of people are out of work. And that's the biggest thing. That's really the biggest thing is a lot of people are who aren't able to work
2: from home are out of work so i I would kind of put a little caveat on there as far as you know support local as much as you can i mean oh yeah for those that are can still make it in let's just be very you know um helpful in that scenario and or you you know
1: yeah, no, really, thanks for saying that because, um, like we said that a lot of restaurants and bars have closed down, but a lot of restaurants are offering delivery to or go, t-
2: yeah, limited. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So do your research there. Check on all of your food delivery services, like Postmates, DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats. Um, those are the only four that I know of, <laughs> but really check them all out and they'll let you know which places are still open. And it's really helpful to those at this at this time that are struggling at this time. Um, I know that a lot of the people that I work with are having to go through the process of like, trying to figure out unemployment and benefits and stuff like that. And it's just, it's a lot. Our local offices I'm sure are swamped because <laughs> our state is one that's one of the first affected by this, but I learned also outside of of us in Seattle being um, on, well, we're calling it lockdown and slash quarantine, but really it's just like a stay at home. Don't go outside unless you absolutely need to, which is why some of those food places are available. Grocery stores and pharmacies are absolutely still staying open.
2: Um, and there's so, jobs available now. There, I don't know if you've been reading, but Safeway, Albertsons, a lot of the larger chains, and are hiring because they need drivers to get the food out for those delivery. Are, yes, they. So okay. if you're interested, you should look it up.
1: That's a very that's helpful as well. Look at that. See, the coronavirus is creating jobs. Right. As well, <laughs> as well as taking them away. <laughs> um. But yeah, Governor Jay Inslee on Monday gave us our, our announcement of kind of like the next, the next steps after Mm. banning of the 20,
0: 250, uh, groups of 250 people. Yes. And basically it's kind of what, uh, even Trump has said for everyone to have like no, uh, groups, sorry, to not have groups larger than 10 people. Um, not everybody's practicing that. Um, I actually went to Target last night and there was like, probably, there was a lot of people in there. I don't know how many, um, It's not, it wasn't a normal Target day, but it also wasn't a coronavirus Target day either. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> and I actually was able to find hand soap, which I thought was really interesting. So if you're looking for hand soap, go to Target, they've got it. Um, Jay Inslee's also put out a few press conferences or he's done a, p- a few press conferences um, even yesterday and since Monday, um, kind of detailing next steps and what they plan to do, you know, financially for people who um, yeah. may be hit hard for, by this. Yeah. Um, and one of my takeaways is I tried to watch that press conference yesterday and it was, um, it was live, but also you could tell that they were doing it via, uh, you know, skype or zoom and i just thought it was funny because a lot of the times at work whenever we have zoom meetings uh people have hard times getting off mute or like you know technical difficulties and that was happening in the middle of the press conference and jay's like standing there you could tell he's in the room by himself only with the um interpreters yeah. that are doing sign language, sign language. and um <laughs> and he's like at one point like you're on mute. Like, I don't know if you know you're on mute and like, there's no sound coming back. And I'm just like, this is just so interesting to see. He's his own
2: producer, technical producer. Yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) The government trying to work through the things that we work through on a (laughs) a daily, daily. (laughs) on the daily. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And you think that they would have kind of like their kinks worked out, but you know, we're all human, but it was just interesting to see. And
1: let's highlight that for a second. The fact that the governor was having technical difficulties trying to get through this press conference let's say thank you and prayers to all of our teachers who are trying to have to do that same thing with their entire classrooms for the next like
0: a month and a half well so it's only some schools (laughs) that are doing online school um uh it's like some are doing online school the others are just not doing school at all because there are kids who don't have the resources to do online schooling um so right now school is kind of optional and even for the the teachers who are teaching online, that's optional for their students as well. So like our friend is a, a teacher in the Bellevue School District and she had to create an entire curriculum on Microsoft Teams. Um, and then they were like, oh yeah, but it's its just an option for the kids. They absolutely don't have to do it if they can't access it or, if, you know, they don't have a parent to help them with it. So things are really uncertain right now and yeah. really weird. Um, because.
1: But- It's like, you know, are they going to have to repeat this curriculum? Is it going to be summer school? Are they just moving on to the next grade next year? And then they're going to have to learn this in addition to, you know, there's just a lot of uncertainty.
0: Most of the teachers are saying they're probably just going to push all the kids forward and everybody should expect for them to be behind.
1: Fun, 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 fun. So, in our
0: district, you know, we're down, I'm in the
2: Renton district. So, the Friday of them basically saying no more school for another month, uh, yep. they were hard at work um, putting a whole bunch of packets together for all the kids, you know, for doing, you know, homework mm-hmm. to take home. We already do uh, with the system, it's called iReady. I don't know if anyone's heard about that so it's an online service that the school pays for the district pays for and so the kids log in and they do a couple little assignments and it's through them and then they it's a tracked progress type of thing as well so we can get that done that way and of course you know they're always running around reading and you know writing and practicing doing other things that's also on the parents too and um you know we all got to chip in somewhere
0: exactly also bless the parents who have to deal with their children (laughs) yes
1: because i know some of y'all like one kid two kids easy ish ish but i'm so sorry for those of you guys who've got three or four kids and say maybe you know your husband or your partner is able to still go to work and you have now become susie homemaker and a stay-at-home wife and a teacher and a teacher all in like a week good good luck and god bless y'all and you also have
0: to try and get your work done right and you
1: and you're supposed to work from home as well yourself
0: um the memes are definitely funny on twitter and um yeah just my hearts go out to them (laughs) to all parents there was
1: this um one meme funny story that i wanted to point out just to piggyback on top of that where it was like um um for couples who surprisingly have found themselves like working from home. It's like, we just like to make up a coworker who keeps on like doing annoying things around the office. Like today, Cheryl has left dirty cups all over the room and we just don't know what we're gonna do about Cheryl. Even though it's like, that's your partner. Like it's just you two. (laughs) And it's just been so funny seeing that. Like, I don't know what I would do if I had to work with my partner every single day and out of like nowhere, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, just go to separate rooms. (laughs) But that is our coronavirus update for the day. Um, We're going to hop into a two to three minute break and then get back uh, with our hot topic for the day. You're listening to The Way with Jazz and Tay.
2: The preceding audio was via a Skype call.
0: Hey Seattle! Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone from Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick me up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday.
3: I'm Dr. Anthony Lizerowitz, and this is Climate Connections. As Costco and Sam's Club shoppers can attest, buying in bulk can save money. Now, a growing number of communities are taking the same approach to electricity. Typically, individual consumers buy electricity from a utility. But nine states now have laws allowing what's known as community choice aggregation. This means local governments can buy energy in bulk on behalf of their citizens, while the utility continues to manage transmission. Customers can opt out, but John Farrell of the Institute for Local Self-Reliance says usually fewer than 10% of customers do. In part, that's because community choice programs often provide the same or lower rates. And a secondary thing that is happening in most of the places where these programs are running is the purchase of more renewable energy. For example, many programs in California and New York offer customers the option of buying 100% renewable electricity. Community choice really represents a movement that we're seeing across the country of cities saying, we want to do more around climate and we want to do more around clean energy. He says as these programs grow more common, they can help get more clean energy on the grid and save people money, too. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. Learn more at YaleClimateConnections.org.
1: Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. Did you miss us? Because we missed
0: you. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Um, Before we went to our break, we did a brief um, review of our coronavirus pandemic that Seattle's going through. Um, but also really quickly, I kind of sort of went in on bluegrass during our um which Told bathroom. you, I told you, don't say yes. it.
2: <laughs>
1: my my mom actually sent me a text and was like, Hey, I like bluegrass. So I stand corrected because there are
2: people out there who like bluegrass. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. See the supporting love <laughs> for the bluegrass community.
1: <laughs> so I stand corrected. My apologies. It's
0: <laughs> hilarious. Uh, so now we're gonna jump into our hot topic of the day. As you guys know, it is still National Women's History Month. Don't forget, we
1: are not forgetting. Okay, just put the coronavirus <laughs> in the back of our mind and let's focus on women.
0: <laughs> um, and so of course we wanted to talk about. Uh, different topics that women have to deal with. And so today we wanted to talk about the wage gap in America. Specifically the gender wage gap.
1: (laughs) Because apparently, if I go to Harvard and do a four-year degree, my four-year degree is not worth the same as Charlie's four-year degree from Harvard. And Charlie's just a random man, by the way. I just made up. There's no body in particular I'm talking
0: about. So sorry if you feel offended, <laughs> Charlie. So essentially, um, we have some stats that we want to kind of preface this hot topic with. Um, essentially, the wage gap is essentially what Jasmine said. It's the disparity between pay, between women and men, men and their male co- counterparts. Um, I pulled all of these stats from a New York Times article Um, written in 2019 so just a year ago Um, and so I think it's still pretty relevant but what they were saying is or what the tea is Mm -hmm. is that broken down um, 80 cents is the average amount the American woman who works full time year round in the US so they make 80 cents to the dollar of their male counterparts so for every dollar that their male counterpart makes they're only making an average of 80 cents Now, that's everybody's added up and then divided. Right, right. So
1: it could be anywhere between 80 to 40,
0: 50. I'm just being dramatic, but still. (laughs) So now, and if we break that down by race, the Asian woman makes 85 cents for every dollar for her male white counterpart, actually. And then a white woman makes 77 cents for every dollar. Black women make 61 cents. Mm. for every dollar native american women make 58 cents for every dollar and hispanic women make 53 cents for every dollar um the last three are actually disgusting to me and i just kind of want to say that the fact that the uh, the the median is still 80 cents but you know, Black women, Native American women, and Hispanic women all make around like sixty to fifty cents right. to the dollar. It's severely less than right. <laughs> um, so then, at with all of those numbers added up um, over the year, overall the pay gap costs American women around ten thousand one hundred and sixty nine dollars each year, and over the course of forty years, that adds up to be about four hundred and three thousand dollars. That women are missing out on.
1: I could have bought me a
0: house. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so, those are the statistics. Essentially, what they show is that women are grossly underpaid for having the exact same skill set and working the exact same job and having the exact same experience as their male counterparts. And why is that if not for the fact that we're women? Right so we're going to talk about it a little bit um now that we know a little bit more about it the averages across the us um as of last year um, we kind of wanted to talk about it and kind of bring up examples of this that we Mm -hmm. may have experienced um or that we know of around us um me personally i've actually never experienced this um i have actually had a very I would say interesting or different work experience where like most of the jobs that I've held, um, the people that I've worked with have all been women. Mm. Um, And so that in and of itself is different because there's not a lot of workspaces where it's majority women and, you know, minority men. But at the last company that I was at for a few years, um, there was probably two or three men the entire time I was there. The rest were all women. So. You know, that kind of like shaped my career in more than one way, mm-hmm. but because of that, I've never really seen a disparity um, like this.
1: Um, I'm gonna say same to an extent. Um, I work in like payroll and HR, so I have access to seeing salaries and hourly pay that people may or may not be getting. Um, in my very first line of job, I was there for six years and that was uh, based off of like a pay scale. Kind of thing you know mm-hmm. so everybody you know was making a certain amount of money and then you had your annual raise and like your union raise and that was all the same it was all set the same so it didn't matter if we were male female it just mattered how much time you had put into that position mm-hmm. okay um now as far as the job that I had following that um I would say Yes, gender discrimination in the extent of when it did come time for me to discuss or renegotiate my salary, I was getting pulled left and right or just like, you know, well, we let's do this and then we can do that and then say maybe we would do that and I'd come and revisit it and then, oh, actually, you know, let's try this and that. And look, it it, it became very obvious to me right away that, okay, this man is obviously trying to play me he thinks that i'm stupid that i don't know what this job is worth let alone what my experience in this job is worth so rather than me staying in a place where my management is going to be quote unquote maybe like dismissive or disrespectful to my skill set and what i'm bringing to the table um i've had i had to then pursue a different line of work. And it sucks because I didn't, you know, and this and this can go across the board for, for most women. It's like, you can love the job and you can love the people that you work with. But if it's not doing for, for you what you need it to do for your own, like peace of mind and sanity, then you've got to, you've got to step out. And I genuinely at the end of the line there felt like he really did think that he could say whatever to me because he thought that I was like, a stupid girl or I wasn't necessarily smart enough to know that I'm being taken advantage of absolutely um, and I jumped from there to a gig doing I'm doing like the same exact thing that I was doing before my CEO and my director are female it's a smaller office um, not only are they you know friendly to the fact of having women in, in, in power or important positions But they're also very LGBTQ friendly, which is great to have, you know, in a in a workplace, like Mm -hmm. especially in Seattle. Um, The only thing that I wish I could say about that would be um, negotiating. Right. Negotiating my wage. And that's something that we're going to touch on, touch on, too. But um,
0: absolutely. And we can actually just swing right into that. Um, I think that the perception is that women are paid less because of many different reasons. One being maybe, you know, that you are a woman and another one being that women don't negotiate um, like men do or are afraid to negotiate. And I think that that's a bit true, but Mm -hmm. I also think that at the same time, it's a, a bit of a misconception. I think that women don't negotiate because, not because they're not assertive or because they are afraid to ask, but because if a woman, you know, many times, um, if a woman is assertive and says, you know, this is what I need in order to make a living or to uh, fund my life, we might seem like, uh, you know, like we're, there's a word I want to say that I can't say on air. <laughs> bougie? <laughs> no, Not kidding. bougie. It's another B word. <laughs> um, but that, you know, the, there's negative connotations around yes. it. Um yes. There's many people who feel like, you know, you're too pushy or you're too eager. And so women kind of, um, I feel like, lessen themselves Mm -hmm. or kind of take a step back and they won't negotiate because they feel like, you know, I don't want them to think XYZ about me if I'm asking for my money. But I think that you absolutely need to see the value in the work that you're doing. And if you feel like you deserve a raise, um, I'd say, like, the best thing you can do is come with reasons why. Exactly. You know? Exactly.
1: Um, but we went to this and I think we talked we talked about that. We went to this uh what was that? It was a Black History Month mixer. Thank you. We went to a Black History Month mixer and on the panel that was actually a topic that the women were um, speaking on was was negotiating and like when and how to. And that was actually eye opening to me because I have never ever once negotiated my salary or pay for a job. Um that I was getting rather than me already being in inside of this
0: position. Right.
1: And as soon as they like mentioned that and like, I immediately felt not, I don't want to say regret, but just like, dang, I really should have and probably could have done that going into my last job because I, I know that I probably would have been able to, but I probably would have been able to do so with this company rather than my last, and that's the other thing too is knowing, you know, when and when and where. Some places they have a certain like salary that they can afford, right? Afford for that position. So obviously, if you're going to be shooting for the moon and they can only offer you something, something lower than that, that's probably isn't the job for you. Or you got to understand that they're only going to offer you a certain amount. But it's just a matter of doing your your research and also knowing when when to ask and when do i say maybe stop or like when to
0: yeah accept the the offer i think that uh negotiation's kind of scary yeah but at the very beginning if you're interviewing and applying for a job it, it's a great time for you to be like you know what well this is what i want to be making mm-hmm. throw that out there then because if they're interested and they've asked you what's your salary requirements they want you probably and if you say like some off brand number they're gonna come back with what they can give you right right in the middle of that right so it's like even if it seems like okay you might have just shot all the way for the stars you're gonna get somewhere in the middle of like what you're currently making and like what you gave them yeah um i think it's just like definitely not being scared to show your value you know like saying this is what i think i'm worth um meet me somewhere yeah um i wanted to ask one question before we kind of wrapped up yeah. the topic though um what do you think we as women can do to help you know bring more awareness or to even close the pay gap um i also read in the article um it was called Explaining the pay gap it was by a woman named maya shalom she wrote she wrote it um and it said that we are very close or well, no wait if you consider the year 2059 to be close that's how close we are to closing the pay gap
1: yeah and i'm just thinking you know what it women in the workplace don't speak up enough or they don't kick up enough dust and whatnot and i feel like that's probably a huge part of why women uh will suffer in in silence or it's just a matter of like well you know Maybe today's the day I'll say something or like, you know, maybe, you know, I've been here for long enough. They know that I do good work. Maybe they'll say something. And Mm -hmm. we have to be we have to stop being afraid to to speak up and stand up for ourselves. And that's one thing that I took away from that panel, too, is that, you know, there are ways to stand up and speak up for yourself and keep it very professional and not step on anybody's toes, but still being very assertive and professional in that manner. Um, Also, negotiate and negotiate. I feel like that is a huge thing. Like mm-hmm. if you know that there is a male counterpart or somebody in your department very similar skill set and experience as you and you know that they are making more money, negotiate and negotiate. And don't and don't settle. And here's my thing. I'm all about making noise. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you know something is not right and they are playing you and you know that they are playing you, make noise because there's nothing that organizations like more than being called out on their BS. Absolutely. You know, hold them responsible and hold them accountable.
0: I definitely think also spreading studying uh, awareness or what i like to call reach one teach one <laughs> um but just letting people know like this is a thing um and people think that it's not they think that you know the there's a pay gap because women you know have kids and leave the workplace and you know that is a little bit true that's a part of the. that's a part of it but um it's a lot bigger than that
1: yeah and um, also why are women having to put
0: their careers on hold and their life on hold because they want to have a baby right um, I just, that argument in and of itself is null and void and thrown out the window. <laughs> um, but I think that the more people who know, um, the facts about it, um, I just think the more we'll become aware of it yeah. and, you know, maybe more people will then talk about it in the workplace. Like, you know, maybe they'll even get to a point where people are comfortable sharing their salaries with each other. I don't know if we're there yet. I personally am not, but... I think that's what's gonna need to be done in order to fix it like maybe it's some kind of like forum with your um co-workers or something yeah. where you sit down and you're like you know let's fix this problem yeah um because we're gonna have to do it together come armed and come educated and um the more
1: information that you can bring to others the more that you'll have people in your corner and can back you and can see the light at the end of the tunnel
0: absolutely so um before before we continue, we're gonna go ahead and take another two to three minute break. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to The Way with Jazz and Tay.
2: The preceding audio was via a Skype call.
0: Hi, I'm
1: Dr. Shelley Flace with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. The nicotine in e-cigarettes is addictive and can harm brain development. That's why I worry about teens who try e-cigarettes. Many young people use pod-based e-cigarettes like Juul, which have high levels of nicotine. And because teens' brains are still developing, they can quickly become addicted. The tobacco industry uses fruit and candy flavors to attract young people, often turning them into lifelong users. For more, visit healthychildren.org.
0: Hey Seattle! Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone from Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick me up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT you guys on Thursday.
3: Alternative Talk eleven fifty online at eleven fifty kknwcom dot com.
1: Welcome back, guys. We did a quick hot topic um going over the gender wage gap.
0: Um we kind of broke that down
1: and went in just a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we gave some examples of you know times that we've ex- or times that Jasmine's experienced this because I haven't. And <laughs> also uh, talked about ways that women can um You know, bring awareness to this or, Mm -hmm. you know, help to close that pay gap. Um, As you guys all know, we're currently in quarantine. So there are no happenings (laughs) in Seattle currently. Everything
1: that was happening is being canceled. Um, However, there are still doing, like, you know, there's some stuff available online. A lot of people are doing activities and group things like via uh, FaceTime or like (laughs) Instagram Live and stuff. So, Keep your, keep your minds and eyes open for that.
0: Absolutely. A lot of conferences are being open to uh, virtual only, or um, a lot of people are putting out like little, you know, quick meetings that you can do at any time. Um, They're virtual, so check we're, those out as well. We're adjusting. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up before our recap was we will be airing twice this month. So Wednesday and Thursdays um, we'll be airing regularly on thursdays from 7 to 8 a.m but you can also catch us on wednesdays at 1 p.m as well on the radio um and now let's get into a quick recap jazz
1: um my last week i was it's a it was so weird it was a weird one vision board party absolutely the way Mm -hmm. um but everything else like me potentially like i might not have a job going back to the club And, like, you know, that's not the way. Everything being in this
0: weird limbo, definitely not the way. Yeah. Um, Working from home, it's getting better. I feel like I'm getting more and more productive, so I'm going to say the way.
1: Good. That's good. Um, Our icebreaker. Always the way. Yeah,
0: absolutely. This
1: was a good one, too, because they were realistic would you rather.
0: Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the questions on this one. Which made it harder, (laughs) I feel like. (laughs) More of a debate. Yeah. (laughs) Um... The coronavirus health update.
1: The health update is the way because we definitely are trying to keep everybody up to date and informed. However, being on lockdown and going through this whole coronavirus thing,
0: not Not the the way. way. Not at all. I'm I'm really, I'm very positive um, about, you know, the outcome of all of this, but I just kind of wish that it were happening faster
1: same I
0: totally <laughs> agree yes I, I do. do same same same. because it feels very doomsday and like oh, the world is ending but it also feels like no nah, we're gonna be good
1: um hot topic gender wage gap in America um the hot topic was definitely I will say
0: the hot topic is the way
1: because again it's educational we brought it up hopefully it's on your guys's minds and you
0: guys will continue to think about this moving forward yes. Talk to a woman, you know. Ask her. Has this ever happened to you before? Um, I'm, I think you'd be surprised at how many people this may be um, touching or affecting. Yeah. Acting. No, that's very true. You don't know unless you're unless you're asking those questions. And women negotiate your salary. Negotiate. Don't hate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our show for the day, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next Thursday and Wednesday at one o'clock as always thank you so much for tuning into the way catch you next week same time same place (laughs) follow us on instagram at the way jazente and on twitter at the way jt don't be afraid to dm us if you have
1: any questions or suggestions about the show until next time bye peace
3: the preceding audio was via a skype call